Hello, Kaiju Campers. Here's your Patreon preview for this week. Thank you so much for enjoying them. Matt and I had a blast recording it. Just want to give you an update on some things. First and foremost, we have new blogs coming out all the time now on our website, CampKaijuMovieReviews.com. And or you can check out our Patreon where we have three tiers for your choosing. Tier number one, The Camper. Five bucks a month gives you access to monthly bonus content from those featured episodes. So if you want to hear more of them and other things, check it out. Tier two, Camp Counselor, $10 a month. You get all that and the ability to recommend your favorite monster movie and we'll feature it on our show as a bonus episode you will even have the chance to join that episode as a guest host and last but not least the camp leader 15 dollars a month you get access to the loyalty program where we deliver four items over the first year of your pledge we're talking mugs stickers posters tote bags all featuring original camp kaiju artwork so please check all that out enjoy this clip and until next time stay campy Lou Gossett Jr. is in that movie too, right? No. Louis Gossett Jr. is in Jaws 3. Ah, okay. AKA Jaws 3D. Right. Which, by the end of this, whenever our show here, our, our Camp Kaiju podcast, whenever it ends, uh, it will not end until we cover all four Jaws films. Absolutely. That's a goal of mine. <laughs> yeah. That was written into my contract when I joined Camp Kaiju. So <laughs> it has to happen. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I never signed a contract, um, but I'm I'm really excited for the Jaws the Revenge episode. We might have a special guest for that episode, right? Yep, yep, yep. Uh, Sam Landman, local Twin Cities actor, writer, uh, all around funny man. He is going to bring a lot of, uh, I think, in-depth comedy takes on the movie, uh, but he also knows his knows his stuff, um, technically speaking. And as an artist, so uh, very much looking forward to his input. So my question is, have you seen Megan? No, but Kelly loved it. Oh, she saw it. Yeah, she did. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I had kind of low expectations at first, but I've, I've heard really good things about it. Yeah, you're missing out. <laughs> I'll see it soon. Yeah, I think I've been persuaded that I need to see it. I've heard that there are some interesting, like, queer subtext in the movie, so that always intrigues me. I definitely want to see it for that reason. Oh. Uh, yeah. I I don't know if you feel the same way, but... Um... I don't know if I do either. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Possibly. I'd love to hear that side of it. Um, yeah. I just thought, yeah, it just blended the comedy and the, and the horror pretty well. Hmm. But not as well as Barbarian, I would say. I do love Barbarian, yeah. Um, but I mean, if they're kind of mentioned in the same breath, so to speak, then I probably would like Megan a lot. So, yeah, maybe I had just seen Barbarian and then the mm -hmm. next week I saw Megan. So it was very natural for me to compare them, although I don't think. They're necessarily comparable. Mm. What do you okay. think of Barbarian? I, I love Barbarian. I, I'm putting together my list of my favorite movies of 2022 for mm -hmm. like my blog or whatever. And Barbarian is number 20. So um, which is good. I mean, like that's it's one of my favorites. It's not like at the top, but it's really, really good. It's mm -hmm. uh, 
It's so surprising. The plotting is great. Like just when you think you know where the movie is going, like it suddenly changes directions on you, you know? <laughs> um, I love that. I thought it was great. Yeah, the Justin Long yeah. character when he's introduced, I think everyone I was watching it with was like, where is this going? <laughs> right. Yeah. And it was anybody's guess. Right. It all does tie together pretty well. I I felt the same way when it suddenly like flashes back to like the 70s where we see like the origin story of the the killer and rapist and that character, which is a pretty intense and scary scene. Um, Yeah, like, you know, suddenly flashing back uh, a couple decades in the past or whatever is kind of difficult to do, but I feel like that movie pulls it off really well. Yeah, and the flashback wasn't... It was like it was a really quick flashback. It was just one part of the movie. Mm-hmm. No longer than five minutes, I would say. Yeah. And then it it gave you just enough of an idea of what this house, what the history of the house. Right. Yeah. yeah. And this kind of like monstrous uh, origin story, you know? Uh, yeah. Did you think it was like a haunted house at first? I didn't really know what to think. And that's that's one of the best things about it. Like, I thought that, you know, it sets you up to believe that, like, the other guy staying in the Airbnb, there's going to be something sort of, like, creepy or villainous about him. And obviously, that's not the case. Uh, I didn't think it haunted, maybe, but I thought there would be, like, um, yeah, I... I mean, like once it sets you up to like see the tunnel in the basement, then at that point I was like, oh, but there's going to be some like disfigured monsters down there, which I guess is sort of accurate. But you still don't really know the whole story of it, you know? I know. Every time a door opened, everyone was just screaming their heads off. Like, no, (laughs) it keeps going and going. Right. Yeah, yeah. And it builds up a lot of suspense. Like, I feel like the first part of the movie is probably the best, but... Um, you know, I, that's just because like that first part is so strong and the other ones are really good too, but maybe don't have the same sense of like what is going to happen, you know? Uh, <laughs> so yeah, it's really well made. And I feel like that movie is a good example of why I love horror so much because 